Well, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Think on These Things with Josh Barnett. Uh, really, to start this podcast, I really just want to introduce my vision for this podcast and kind of why I'm doing it um, and why the title is even Think on These Things. Uh, so as we get into this, I uh, just want to talk about our thought life and how important our thought life is. Uh, I, I, we really have to carefully watch the thoughts that come into our minds and in our hearts uh, because what, what happens on the internal will eventually come out in our external lives. So I'll say it this way, our internal lives shape our external lives. And so today I want to go through scripture. I want to connect some scriptures for us today that will help us change our internal, internal worlds so that our external world will see massive breakthrough. Uh, Proverbs 4.23, familiar verse for a lot of people, says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So really, this this proverb as we start this show is like, first things first, you know, guard your heart uh, above all else. I like how it adds that at the beginning. It's like, this is first priority. Be sure that you're guarding your heart. And in Proverbs there, it's not talking about your cardiac heart. It's not talking about the thing that's beating on the inside of you. It's talking about your internal spiritual world and, and, and guarding what you let into that. It, it, you know, watching over, being a watchman of your heart and making sure nothing is coming in that is seeking to destroy you. Uh, you know, concealing your heart and, and, and not allowing certain things into it uh, that are not good for you. And so you've got to watch what you allow into your innermost being. I will say that that heart is not like your cardiac heart. It really means like the deep places of who you are. So in Proverbs, it's telling us guard what you allow into the deep places because out of those deep places, it will affect everything. It will affect the way that you see things. It will affect the way that you talk. It will affect the way that you behave. Uh, and all of those things are going to affect your relationships. They're going to affect your marriage. They're going to affect the way you parent your kids. They're going to affect the way that you work at your job or the way that you're a member of a church or the way that you are a student at your school, you know, whatever it may be from that place, from that deep place of who you are, everything is going to flow out of that. And so that's why it was so important is like, Hey, be sure that you're guarding what you let come in here. Be sure that you're not just letting any influence come onto the inside of you. Be sure that you're only allowing things that are going to bring you life. You know, when I think about a watchman, when I think about a guard sitting on a, a city wall or a tower, they only let things into the city that's going to benefit the city. They don't. They want to watch and be sure that they're not letting anything into their city that's going to destroy or rob or tear down their city. So they're real careful about what comes in and what goes out. And, and they're always on guard, you know, watchmen that sit on the walls, watchmen that sit up in towers. There's always somebody like on the clock. It's never off things. So we've got to be sure that all throughout our days, all throughout our weeks, all throughout wherever we're at, that we are guarding what we're letting on the inside. And I want to connect that to Proverbs 23, 7. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a person thinks in their heart, as a person thinks in the deepest place of who they are, the Proverbs is saying, that's who you are. That's what you become. And I, I love that it says, as a man thinketh in his heart. You know, it doesn't say, as a man thinks in his head. It says, as a man thinks in his heart. And what you allow down into that place is what's going to define you. It's interesting if you read a lot of that proverb, he's talking about food, even even in the verse right before that, it's talking about food and what we intake and even who we eat with and what we're watching. And God is showing us that what we intake is what we become like. So what we feed ourselves is what we become. And, and 
you can play that out in food. You know, if you eat a bunch of fast food, if you eat a bunch of sugary stuff, if you eat a bunch of junk, you're not going to be healthy physically. But I think what God is trying to show us here is in the spiritual, if we are not taking in his presence, his word, you know, friends that will build us up, uh, people that will speak, that will prophesy over us and speak positive things into our life. If we're not feeding ourselves spiritually, uh, we're going to become really weak spiritually. If we're not trying to build ourselves up in our faith, we're not going to be strong spiritual beings. And if we're only taking in filth and, and things that are, are just covered with the spirit of the world that, that are full of sin and full of things that God hates, it's going to make us a really weak spiritual person and we're not going to stay very strong in our faith. And so God is showing us what you intake is what you're going to become become like. You know, my mom growing up always said, garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> and so if you take in garbage, garbage is going to come out of your life. If you if that's all you're filling your mind and your heart with, those things are going to flow out of your mouth. Those things are going to come into your behavior. I used to listen to really angry, depressing music when I was younger, and it made me a really depressing angry person because that's what I was constantly filling myself with. I love this quote by A.W. Tozer, and, and this is the reason he said this, these things we've been talking about. He says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So what we think about God is the most important thing about us. It shapes everything about us. It shapes our entire lives. What we, what we think about God is going to determine the way that we treat even other people. It's going to, first of all, determine the way that we respond to him, the way that we see ourselves, the way that we treat our brothers and sisters in Christ, the way that we treat unbelievers, the way that we treat those that we work with, the way that we treat our spouses. And so he's saying like that first priority there, like whatever you think about God, whatever you believe about him, that's the most important thing about you because it's going to shape who you are. It's going to affect our relationships, jobs, children, communities, churches, nations. It's going to affect all of those things. What you think about God in the deepest part of who you are is going to shape everything about you. It's going to shape your personality. It's going to shape your habits. It's going to shape your worldview, you know, your perspectives, everything, you know, going on in our nation, our culture, our will, our world right now. What we think about God shapes all of that. And that's very important for, for us to know. Now I want to I want to switch gears here and move kind of away from uh, our heart or actually what is our gateway into our heart? You know, if there's somebody on the watchtower, if there's somebody standing at the gate letting people in, I, I believe this is what our gateway is to our heart. It's our mind. It is our thought life. And so, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. But thoughts don't just come into the the deep places. First of all, thoughts come into our gateway, which I believe is our mind. That's where a thought first comes in. And a thought, if you're not careful, a wrong thought will make its way down from your head into your heart. And that is, that's a good thing for good thoughts, but a bad, a bad thing for bad thoughts. Some, some ideas and thoughts are very, very, very destructive. And what happens is if that thought comes in and it grows roots down into your heart, it's going to begin to change you. It's going to begin to shape you. That's why the verse 2 Corinthians 10, 5 is so important. It says we must take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Now, our thoughts can come from a bunch of different places. They can come from ourselves, just things that we think of. They can come from others. You know, your spouse can put thoughts in your mind. Your friends can put thoughts in your mind. Our peers can put thoughts in your mind. 
you know, social media can put thoughts in your mind. Maybe some of the influencers you follow, maybe a pastor, a leader, a, a motivator, somebody that you're following that you listen to, that you allow to speak into your life. Thoughts can come from those people. And so it may not be your thought. It may be a thought from them. And then thoughts come from spiritual places as well. Thoughts come from the enemy. You know, Satan is, he is known as the accuser of the brethren in scripture. He, he wants to come and he wants to implant lies into our minds. And he uses his demons to plant lies into our minds. That's really the only thing that he can do. He can't really touch us, but he can put things into our minds that cause us to destroy ourselves or to hurt other people. And then the last place, you know, the most important place, that thoughts come from or it would be the Holy Spirit. You know, we as believers, we are, we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us and he is constantly wanting to put thoughts in our minds. You know, the Lord sends his angels, he sends messengers to put thoughts in our mind. And that's one reason prayer can be so powerful for other people because we loose God's angels to go and to whisper with people. We, we, we loose the power of the Holy Spirit to go and plant thoughts in people's minds and praying that it will take root to their heart. And so these thoughts come in our minds. They come from a few places. And that's why Paul's saying, you know, take every thought captive. What does that mean? That means take it, that means take it into like a prison, like take that thought and interrogate it and find out where it came from. Was that just a random thought you had? Was that a thought that was implanted by a spouse? Maybe it was a thought that was implanted by a parent when you were eight years old. And it's something that you've let take root in your heart. And you now view yourself in a wrong way because you have let something take root in your heart that you need to pull out because it's not the truth of God. You know, if the devil is the accuser of the brethren, he's the one that brings lies against us. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And so we have to be sure that everything that we believe about ourselves and everything that we believe about other people are coming from the spirit of truth, that we believe that they are, uh, we believe the truth about other people. We believe the truth about ourselves. We believe the truth about the way that God sees us because it's going to shape us. And so you've got to take these thoughts captive and then you've got to decide what you're going to do with them. You've got to decide, okay, where did this come from? Did this come from me? Did this come from uh, the Holy Spirit? Did this come from Satan? Because some thoughts, you know, Satan masks himself as an angel of light a lot of times. And so some thoughts can be a good idea and they can turn out to be really dangerous and destructive. And so thoughts and ideas that are seemingly harmless or even actually seem like a good idea can actually end up destroying us. And so you take that thought, there's, there, you know, don't just uh, have knee jerk reactions to every thought you have, take that thought, interrogate it, hold it in prayer, even things, you know, even a, a, a such thing as starting this podcast and, and, and wondering why I want to do that. And what is my motive behind it? And why is that thought in my mind? And why would I want to do that before I even mentioned it to anyone before I even talked about it to anyone? I, I really sat down and I prayed about it. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't my flesh. This wasn't just something for me, but this is something that the Holy spirit was prodding me to do something that he was provoking me to do. So find out where those thoughts came from. If they're negative, they're evil, if they're from the flesh, then, then we have to immediately cast them out. We have to make it obedient to Christ. If this not is what Jesus would want us to do, then we've got to tear that stronghold down. We've got to pull that thought out of our mind before it makes its way from our mind to our heart. But is it a positive thought? Is it a heavenly thought? Is it a, is it a thought? Is it the way that Christ would think? Is it from the mind of Christ? Those are the things that we want to let go from our head all the way down into our heart so that we become like those things. Colossians 3 verses 1 and 2 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. 
set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So Paul's telling the Colossians here, hey, we're saved. We're followers of Jesus. And since we're followers of Jesus, since we've been raised to life with him, we've got to set our hearts on him. We've got to set our attention on him. We've got to set our affection, our devotion on him. We've got to look up to the throne room. We've got to set our minds on things above and not on earthly things. Paul is telling us here that we have to fix our thoughts on heavenly realities and then keep your mind there. If you keep your mind there, then those thoughts will move from your head to your heart and they will take root and you will become those things. You will become a manifestation of heavenly realities. If you keep your mind there, your heart will also go there. It reminds me of Jesus where he said, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. And my goal in life is I want to make Christ my treasure. I want my heart to be there. I want to fix my mind on him. I want my thoughts to be affectionately fixed on Jesus Because if you do that, if you make that a a spiritual discipline of fixing your thought life, fixing your thoughts on Jesus, then your heart will be transformed. And I will say, if if you can't get your thoughts fixed on Jesus, you'll never be able to walk like Jesus. And I believe as followers of him, we're supposed to follow in his example. We're supposed to walk like him, talk like him, be like him. He is our hero. He is the guy that we are are, are trying to be like. Now, the Holy Spirit comes and empowers us to be like him, but the Holy Spirit is wanting to give us the mind of Christ so that we think like him, so that our hearts are transformed and and we have the heart and mind of Christ so that we will become love, so that we will be full of peace and joy and power. So right now, wherever you're at, whether you're driving to work, whether you're sitting in your house, whether you're working out, whatever, just ask yourself this question. How's your heart doing? How's your heart doing? And check your thought life because your thought life is affecting your heart. And it may be affect your thought life actually may be affecting your life more than you know. It might be affecting There may be a reason there's a riff in some of your relationships. There may be a reason that you're having a hard time making friends. There might be a reason where you're having a hard time even making money or, 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 or holding down a job, or, uh, maybe, maybe the reason that you're having trouble in your marriage or having trouble with your kids, check your, check your thought life because it's affecting your heart life. I love this quote here. It says the heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart. And you look at the story of Genesis. I'll say that again. One more time. The heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart. If you look at early Genesis, when God sent the flood, it's because he said that man's heart had become so evil. It was only fixed on things that would, that would utterly destroy him. Where is your heart right now? Where are there problems in your life that need adjustment? Are there, are there things that you need answer to? I would say it, it may start in your mind. It may start with taking every thought captive. Is there anything that you've allowed into your heart that is affecting your life, that is affecting your relationships, that is affecting your relationship even with the Lord? And I want to encourage you, take responsibility, root that thing out. Pull that thing out of your heart. Have people hold you accountable. Have people teach you how to pull that thing out of your life. And don't just, don't pull it out of your life and then leave an empty chasm. You've got to fill that thing. Jesus says that if you, if you clean a house, if you get, basically if you get the demon out of your house, but you don't fill the house with anything, he's going to come back with his seven baddest friends, his, his seven friends more evil than himself and fill that thing. And so when you rip something out, you can't just expect everything to be good again. You've got to actually fill that 
with heaven. You've got to fill that with Jesus. Romans 12.2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so if you want transformation to take place, you've got to seek to renew your mind. You've got to wash your mind with the water of the word. You've got to get in scripture. Maybe there's some bad habits that you have. You've got, you can't just quit a bad habit. You've got to replace that habit with something else. Jesus, when he came onto the scene, he, he, he began to preach, repent, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I love the word repent. If you've ever heard me preach before, I say this all the time. The Greek word for repent is metanoia. And metanoia literally means to change the way that you think. So when Jesus came onto the scene, his first message to people was you got to change the way you think. So we see right here that how important our thought life is. If we want a transformed life, we got to first have a transformed thought life. We have to change the way that we think. If you want to experience the kingdom of God, if you want to enter into the kingdom of God, if you want to experience heaven here on earth now, you've got to change the way that you think to the way that Jesus thinks. You've got to put on the mind of Christ. That's why the armor of God, like the helmet of salvation, our salvation starts with our thought life. That salvation guards our minds. So when the enemy comes in and tries to accuse us of things, we can say like, no, that's not me anymore. I'm saved. I've been redeemed. I've been made new. I've been made holy. I've been made flawless. I've been made a child of God. I'm the bride of Christ. So when those, when those thoughts come in, do you have that helmet of salvation on that guards your mind so that nothing can get into it? That is a lie from the enemy. You think about this in your just, you know, your normal life. Before you do anything, you have to think. You have to think. And I think sometimes we we get so caught up in um just like the, you know, the autopilot of life. You know, you say you ever been driving on the the highway and you set the cruise control. You can just kind of coast for a long time and a lot of your brain just kind of shuts down. And I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in life like that where we're just cruising down the highway of our life. Our brains are just kind of shut off. And we got to be sure that we are thinking before we do anything. We got to be, we, this, this is a, this podcast is a wake up call. You know, it's a, it's a, Hey man, before you do anything, be sure that you're thinking about what you're doing because your thinking in life will determine your attitude and then your attitude will determine what you do. It will determine your actions. And your actions determine who you are, like your character. And then your character eventually is going to determine your purpose in life. It's going to determine your destiny. It's going to set you on the track that God has called you to do. And all of that starts with, hey, man, what are you thinking? What's your thought life? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thought life is going to lead to who you are. Your thought life is going to lead to your destiny. That's why it's so important and so key. Let's end with this today. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. And Paul's saying, think on these things and you'll become these things. If you think about what's true, if you think about what's honorable, think about what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, what's of good report, what's excellent or praiseworthy. If you'll think about those things, you'll become those things. And that that's a goal in my life. I want to be those things. I want to be trustworthy. I want to be honorable. I want to be just. I want to be pure. 
I want to be considered excellent and worthy of praise. I don't want to let things in my life that will, that, that, that will destroy me, that will ruin my character, that will ruin my life. And so Paul says, think on these things. Set your sights on heaven. Set your sights on Jesus. Go after him. And as you seek him with your mind, those things will transfer to your heart. Guys, thank you so much for joining this first episode. I'm actually excited about this journey, uh, this podcast that we're going to be doing. I, I'm going to have guests on. I'm going to talk about a myriad of topics. You know, that's got, that's just the theme. That's just a, uh, you know, think on these things. I want to address anything and everything from a Christian worldview, from a Christian perspective. And I want it to be encouraging. I want it to be teaching. I want it to help us to view God in the right way. But thanks for tuning in. Episode one, Think on These Things with Josh Barnett. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Love you all.